Welcome to You, Me, and the SEC, the podcast about the intersection of SEC football and culture. And we are on to week three. It's almost becoming routine now, isn't it? Almost. So but where do we have to get to for it to be routine? I don't know. Well, I guess three weeks, that's like 21 days. Isn't that what they say makes a habit? Yes. Is after 21 days? Yes. So there we go. We're, on, we're so, almost there. Well, this is routine. It's been 21 days. Yeah. So there you go. Okay. We're here. And what else do you know? I don't know. Oh, you got a lot to say? I don't have a lot to say. Do you have a lot to say well, this about is this a, week? Well, this is a great industry <laughs> for you to really dive into if you've got so much that you have to say. I'm sorry. I don't have a lot to say about my routine of podcasting yet. Well, how about week three of SEC football? I don't know if I have a lot to you say about- You don't seem about... enthused. <laughs> you don't seem enthused. Well, I just, I, there's nothing that's really like- Should we tell people just to come back next week? No, no. I got, I have some- we have some and some there's some interesting storylines that we'll continue to follow, but he's like, stopping. Well, no, no, oh, I'm not sorry. Stopping. I thought just you like were... we'll continue to follow. We'll we'll, we'll drop in. <laughs> we'll we'll dabble this week and see what's up. We'll see. You're and like, come like back touching the week. computer like you're like, This was dumb, we're gonna stop I'd this. I mean like you are clearly <laughs> this is not a, a good You've you know, done line that of to attack. Me before. <laughs> I have. I have, but I'm gonna just roll with it tonight. All right, you don't wanna edit. No, not really. I never really do. Do you want to edit? No, I don't. Feel free. You can jump in. And uh, I mean, I would, but this episode would come out in like two weeks if I did. Well, let's see. Uh, well, you know, and that and by two weeks, I don't know how relevant a lot of this is. Some of our takes uh, may uh, may not quite be uh, up to snuff. You know, I kind of like that about this that it's it has an expiration date. <laughs> these podcasts, I feel like after like a week, it's like they should just kind of self destruct. Oh, okay. <laughs> really makes me feel like what we're doing really matters. <laughs> there you go. It's really making a difference in the world. Yes. It just self-destructs. I, honestly, after Saturday, to be fair, you got one day to listen to this. And right. And the rest of it's like, you know, wh- why even bother? Right. So on this great start, let's go ahead and uh, and dive into these week's games and just have a little check, a little, a little taste about what week three will give us. And if you talk to uh, some of us, a.k.a. Brittany, uh, there's not much to taste. Well, let me before we dive into that. Um, do you have any like thoughts about anything from last week? Because you know, like a lot happened last weekend. Like, do you have any like thoughts? Of, any more thoughts about any of like the big upsets or almost upsets or anything whatever? Anything more than we did record a podcast? Yeah, about I that. didn't know if you that had any other. That has self-destructed. By <laughs> it now. did. No one can listen to it now. So I think I was just thinking today. Um, Kentucky and Arkansas are getting a lot of buzz. Uh-huh. I think there's two teams in each one in each division that I think are on that level that are not getting the respect and the the voice that I think they should. Uh, do you want to guess? Care to care to comment on the two you think those are? On the Rodney Dangerfield teams. Well, I don't know if you're there yet. Okay. okay. And I, uh, but they're like they very well both could be better than Kentucky and Arkansas. Okay, so not Kentucky and Arkansas. Right. That are getting that because that's what yeah that's what I said yes I'm clarifying okay goodness um, Mississippi State yeah they're very Roger Dangerfield Rodney Roger Roger okay no it's Rodney it's <laughs> I Rodney. just wanted to see if you'd run with it I would Roger's his brother they got no respect as a comedian yes and then did he have a brother named Roger real quick what do you think no, no. Rodney and Roger that'd be tough oh, I could say it's realistic yeah maybe. 
Um, and then Tennessee. Yeah, those are the two. Yeah. I, I think they're they're very sneaky. Tennessee's ranked. State is not. And everyone who thinks they're smart about college football says Mississippi State's really good. Right. And I think they're good. Um, and they should be ranked. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. We'll see. They play LSU this weekend. Let's start there, actually, uh, which is low-key maybe the best or the biggest game of the week as the Bulldogs look to replicate what they did two years ago when they started the season the COVID year, winning in Baton Rouge against the national defending national champions. Uh, that time, the, that was Michael Leach's first game in mm-hmm. charge uh, at Mississippi State. This time... Mississippi State's actually the favorite, two-and-a-half-point favorite over the fighting Brian, Brian Kellys. The fighting Brian Kellys. That's right. right. Yeah, I think – wait, and this is at – this is going to be in Death Valley. Right. Right, and Mississippi State's coming in as the favorite. That kind of says that, – to me, it's that a says statement. a lot. Yeah, that's a statement. Yeah. Um, did you know that two these two coaches, right, Mike Leach and Brian Kelly, right. they've never played each other before. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. I know. They both have been at numerous different programs over the past, like, what, 15, 15 20, 20, 25 years? years yeah. And they've never played. Never played before. They very feel much. They very feel much. They very much feel. That's that's what I'm looking for. Like, polar opposites in personality. Yeah. Because Brian Kelly is very, like, let's get that top button buttoned mm-hmm. and let's kind of just talk football things. And Mike Leach is talking about, you know, naval history mm-hmm. so that's it, it, fascinating that they've never gone up against each other so, yeah, so should add a little intrigue right uh to that to that matchup in fact well they of course we we have to start then with our uh, mike leach musings okay i almost said mike leach losings <laughs> i'm like that's not quite no. that's not quite it not so much this year for sure uh, but the a reporter asked him about uh what he thought about brian kelly um, which again, uh, and he said, I've known him from a distance for a long time. I was in a small college the same time he was. I've always liked him. He takes the X's and O's seriously. And then, okay, here we go. Here, here we go with the musings. All right. In this business, there are a few sweater weather, wear, sweater wearers. Okay. I wonder if he had trouble pronouncing it just like I did. They just want to wear the sweater and point various directions. Just kind of a PR figure. He's not that. He's always been in the thick of it. Very knowledgeable X and O guy. Okay. What do you think about the uh, the the label sweater wearer to to show someone who is like just in it for the image and just like wants to look good? I'm sure that there's a lot of coaches that feel that way about other coaches. Right, but I'm I'm thinking about the label. Like sweaters are delightful. Yeah, but what's like, he hating on sweaters? Well, it's he's not hating on sweaters, even though. I don't know if I can envision Mike Leach wearing, oh, wearing a sweater. I totally can. Oh, okay. Not in Starkville where you'd melt. Right. Um, but I that makes sense to me. I feel like I am in numerous things just for the t-shirt or the sweaters. So. And you're just there for the surface level? Yeah. <laughs> See, I, I relate to that. I just think it's a very strong attack on sweaters. Okay. Uh, and I, so you're I'm, trying to defend a sweater. Of course. Here. That's that's my point okay. is I'm trying to, to – protect the the honor of sweaters and that hey if i'm gonna wear a sweater i can still be intense about things i can still get down and dirty mm-hmm. while wearing a sweater mm-hmm. yeah so uh, i wonder not if, sure about this one Mike. well i think it also depends on the sweater that you wear too right so like some of your sweaters like maybe more of the argyle ones mm-hmm. 
I don't know. Like, do you feel like that says like You're saying it's a little fancy pants? I maybe don't know. for some I SEC don't know. football. And then you have that one Cosby sweater. Oh, can you can we say that now? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. It's tough. Can rewind that one. I don't even know what you're talking about. Your your parents gave it to you like ten years ago, and you never. Sorry, don't <laughs> listen, Stephen Teddy. You never wear it. It's, it looks well, straight up like the cause from the Cosby Show. We're gonna have to dig it up and see which one you're talking about. Yes, because I I don't know. Um, but anyway, yeah, Brian Kelly, Mike Leach for the first time. Um, LSU you, has a new running back. Oh, they do. Mm-hmm. John Emery the second. Oh, so we have another. Uh, I got, why is he not junior? That's my question. Because I know the answer to this. So if you had a kid and named him Ben, yes, it would be Ben Junior. However, if you we named a kid after your dad, it would be oh. John the second. John Stephen the second. Oh, that's cool. His parents are getting a lot of shout out. They are right now. I never knew that. There you go. Well, this is a fascinating endeavor we have yeah, here. Sweaters, lineage, we're just let me all give over the place. Yeah, let me give you one more quote uh, on this uh, on this game. Uh, Sweet Lou Holtz. You he's still alive? Dead or alive right now, what do you think? Well, I'm going to say he's alive. He is I think alive. you're about to tell me something. <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, Lou Holtz, uh, he had a take on this game. Uh, he said he loves Jaden Daniels, who's LSU's quarterback, quarterback. Uh, and he said he could run the football, and he said about him and Will Rogers, these are the two best quarterbacks in the conference. Mm. Calm down, Lou. Bryce Young plays in the SEC. Well, he probably forgot that part. Ooh. I don't know. Will Rogers, I would put him Yeah, I mean, I, okay, I can yeah. understand Will Rogers because, I mean, the stats. Right. Leads the nation in completions per game, second in passing touchdowns, third in passing yards per game. Touchdowns have gone to six different receivers, and only three teams in the country have more players with touchdown catches. Um, State is second in the country in time of possession and more than 38 minutes a game. They are a wagon on offense right now. Right. Uh, so yeah, I could get, I could, I could go with Will Rogers right there. But Lou, come on, <laughs> did you watch the Texas game? Did you watch Bryce Young down the stretch? So anyway, uh, yeah, it's gonna be a fun game. Six o'clock, weird time. Yeah. Okay, we got some weird ESPN times going on this weekend. But that, I mean, that would be considered night in Death Valley. So, that's a factor. Yeah, it, well, it's early night, I guess, because it'll be not before, I guess it'll be not when the game ends. Yeah. So, uh, we'll see how that one goes. Uh, and then the second part of that doubleheader on ESPN, 9 o'clock Eastern, Texas A&M. Oh, All right. Oh, man. Okay, they're welcoming the Miami Hurricanes uh, to College Station. Very much of a culture, uh, cultural divide here. Miami and Texas A and M. Yeah, there's not really. It doesn't seem like a lot of crossover. I mean, they, that's not two kind of teams, or I, I would have to look to see if they've ever played. The last time they played is in 2008. Oh, well, how about that? Mm-hmm. Who won that game? I do not know. I bet it was either Miami or Texas A and M. There you go. Uh, one of the two. Um, Haynes King struggling. At quarterback, yeah. it's not great. 97 yards against App State through the air, and you're like, well, it's Appalachian State. They are on game day this weekend. They've got to have all sorts of talent on defense. Well, they gave up 352 to North Carolina week one. So, mm, we've got some problems. There's been a lot of takes this week about Jimbo Fisher, the future of the offense there in College Station. Uh, Miami will be without their star wide receiver, Xavier Restrepo. Mm-hmm. He's out with an injured foot. But a lot of people are wondering, can Texas A&M score enough to beat Miami? 
And Miami goes into this ranked. I don't know what their line is. We can get into that. We'll get there. Um, but A&M still ranked 24. Um, and it's sold out. And at night in College Station. Well, it's going to be rocking, yeah. And that- I, I just I just feel like there's – this is bold. There's no way A&M loses this game. Is that a lock of the week I hear? It is not, but oh, it's well, a well, bold it's statement. I have another sounded- Wait, lock of the week. Wait, you have a bold statement of the week? Yes, I can have that so too. So you're guaranteeing Texas A&M winning this game? No, I just said you just said that. You said you are guaranteeing. Would you like me to win. repeat what I just said word for word? Because I will. Uh, well, we could play it back on we the recording. We could also do that. It is very unlikely. I don't see A&M losing this game. It, you don't see them losing this game? No, I do not see them losing this game. I don't think they so can that means lose they're going to, to win. my. Right. So you're guaranteeing it. No, I never said guarantee. Let me have a take without you trying to make it something where you're going to trap me. I don't want to be <laughs> I trapped. Never, I would never do that. Are I don't want to be trapped. I would never do that. I just want to make statements, okay? Well, you say that they're going <laughs> don't to. don't want any accountability. All right? I just want to throw these things out there. Now, now it's funny because at the beginning of the year, you did predict Texas A&M to lose this game. I did, and – I would honestly stay by stand by that if they had not lost last week. Yeah. But I just don't think that they – I think they have enough talent and gumption mm. to win this game. I don't think they're going to lose twice in College Station. Yeah. Uh, yeah two weeks fair. in a row. I agree with that. Um. So – and I and really I put that there, that loss there, because I knew they were going to lose to a stupid team. Not that Miami's a stupid team. Honestly, I didn't know they were ranked 13. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, Miami. Take that. I just knew they were going to have a dumb loss, and it just came a little early, yeah. a little dumber. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, you, it's funny you say that because did you hear the trouble that the midnight yell leaders got in? No, this I, I heard there was trouble. There was not... trouble. <laughs> you mentioned a dumb loss, the Appalachian State. Uh, perhaps the leaders of the midnight yell should have reconsidered their own thoughts about Appalachian State uh, after or even before their program. Um, so. They, you know, the midnight yell. Right. It's like a midnight pep rally uh, before the day of the game. Objectively a cool idea. Right. It's live stream, too. Oh, is it? It is, yeah. I'll have to watch one of those. Uh, But in any case, uh, (laughs) well, they had some takes on Appalachian State. Actually, this is kind of funny, though. One of the leaders said, I'm not going to lie to y'all. I had to Google this team to make sure they were even real. Okay, I I mean I like that. So this was before that. This is before the game. game. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so it's last just, week. These are things that did not age well. Is what you're saying? Right. Well, yeah. So it gets it gets. Let, let's read this. It, they continued. I was really confused because Appalachian is definitely not a state. Okay. okay I mean I've just, heard that joke before. Yeah. But. Whatever. But sure enough, I found them, and they are located deep, and I mean deep in the backwoods. Okay, be careful. Just like you would think any hillbilly college that names themselves the Mountaineers. Are they the Mountaineers? Yeah. Oh, okay. You missed the hillbilly college. I'm sorry. That's that's derogatory in that. And then I just hope for these guys that they can get here tomorrow all right because I know for a fact that half of their football team can barely even read the name on their jerseys, let alone read a map. That, that this is getting it's worse. a shame that the only two brain cells these two guys have left are going to get knocked out by our wrecking crew defense tomorrow. Yeah, that did not happen. <laughs> well, that's true, too. 
<laughs> First of all, you're culturally insensitive. Yes, yes. Second of all, uh, you're a terrible prognosticator. You've right. really failed in every level here. You know, if give me like a height, like get me really hyped at age like 19 with a microphone. I just oh. would not want that recorded. Sparks fly, baby. Sparks fly. I just feel bad for these kids. They're so young and like Yeah, like 15 years ago so when we dumb. were in college, like, you know, anything can be said, but now, you know, it's just it is what it is. Yeah. Um yeah, it's uh people it, dumping on Texas A&M has become the new national pastime. Mm-hmm. And I wonder why. Like what has A&M done to deserve this? Do you have any thoughts on that? They're I think that any kind of big Texas school, so like I'll throw in like Texas A&M, I mean Texas in there too, is just like they they have this like probably kind of similar to what this these guys were saying. They just have this like haughtiness of like Texas is greater than everyone. Texas A&M is greater than everyone. And they have yet to show they don't have the receipts as the yeah. kids say these days. Yeah, they do. And so I think that, and I mean, Jimbo doesn't help. Yeah. You know, I mean, he kind of has a mouth too. Yeah. So I think it's just easy. I think it's an old money, new money thing uh, where, you know, A&M is good tradition, but they're, they're like, they've, they're not, they're a, one of those sleeping giant type things to where they never really can put it together. Mm-hmm. And I think there is a sense that there is an effort to, basically buy their way up to the top mm. as they're you know as kind of the the pattern is going right now and i think there is a you know whereas georgia and alabama and these other powers have done it through recruiting consistently now when the nil era has come and all of a sudden a&m their class has motored to the top people can put two and two together and i think there's just a latent disrespect that comes yeah. from that and seeing that you're you're not going about it the way that it quote should be right mm-hmm. so i think anything to do with a&m then people and you're right jimbo is just a talker and um i think that there is a degree of piling on to, yeah. to a&m that people aren't enjoying the fact that they're they're basically eight and four a&m has become a meme mm-hmm. and that's just like oh they're gonna be eight and four right i mean that's just kind of where they end up you know, with that lost to Appalachian State, I think that's their destiny again. Yeah. But unless they turn it on. That would start Saturday against Miami, so it'll be interesting to see if they can kind of break that tradition. I'll be, have to. Yeah, and I'll be interested to see what the uh, Yale leaders come up in terms of what they say about Miami. Yeah. You could also could be very get in trouble there, too. <laughs> oh, there's so, a lot of trouble. So Miami's coach is Mario Cristobal, and he came from Oregon. How long has he been there? At Miami? Yes. This is his first year. This is his first year. It's mm-hmm. been a long year. I can't believe I feel like he's been there for two or three years. So, like, this is kind of a test for him because this was a really big hire for them. I, oh, yeah. You know, Mario Cristobal was in talks for a couple of the other um, yeah. at, uh, SEC jobs. Really, is there a better first name with Cristobal than Mario? Well, <laughs> Cristobal is not... That's not a last name I'm very familiar with. I know, but it just rolls off the tongue. Imagine if his mom named him like Jeff, like Jeff Cristobal. Yeah, it, it doesn't. Just, it but doesn't Mario Cristobal, it's beautiful. Yeah, so it does roll. Yeah, it does roll. That's all I have to say about Mario okay, Cristobal. Mario, uh, another Nick Saban disciple, by the way. That's right. Uh, but I believe he did. Destined for SEC. Well, he know. played at Miami, so oh, okay. he, he might be. And they're recruiting. Miami is, you know, when I was a kid, Miami was one of the top programs in the country, and they haven't been there for 20 years. So it feels right for Miami to be good. Yeah. Because everything that's like my childhood is the way it should be. We all know this is true. 
Uh, so there we go. We got our top two games. Hey, let's uh, let's talk about three thirty. CBS is back at it this week. The joy, uh, the joy. Maybe for the last year potentially, uh, as well on CBS. But we got Penn State, who will be on CBS, the Big Ten on CBS, much more in the future. Uh, but they are headed down to Auburn, Alabama, where Auburn's players are saying that they owe Penn State after their close loss in Happy Valley last year. SEC Nation is there. Feinbaum says it's one of his favorite stops. Of course it is. What do you think about Paul saying that about Auburn? He totally is an Auburn person. How's that? Now, now let's go ahead and just speak your bias into existence. What is an <laughs> Auburn person? It's somebody who drinks the Kool-Aid and thinks that Auburn hung the moon. Okay. That's about it. Yeah, that's, that's about an it. Auburn person. Yeah. Um so there's some controversy with uh, this game. Okay. Um so when you go to Auburn, you have to fly into Montgomery Airport. Right. Um the Montgomery Airport is currently has like all the all but one runway down and cannot accommodate them to fly in. Okay. So they have to fly in other places like either Columbus uh-huh. or Maxwell Air Force, Air Force Base, Base, which is in Montgomery, which is in Montgomery. But it's a whole thing that they have to figure this out. And their hotel is in Montgomery and it's all of the logistics. James Franklin came out and was like, this is just what you have to deal with. You have to deal with. The logistics of also traveling, which I don't really think about of like, where are we going to get a hotel? Like, yeah. where are we going to? I always kind of just assumed well, that was easy. He's one to talk. State College in Pennsylvania is apparently like in the middle of nowhere's butthole. I mean, oh, it's like, gosh. I mean, it's a strong saying, <laughs> but I, apparently it's like in the middle of like zero place. It's so like, why is he talking about being inconvenienced? I think, nowhere's, you know. Nowhere's butthole is pretty intense. Now that upon reflection, yes, um, I you know Auburn and Alabama people have a history of doing sabotaging things. Oh, of course. So it is I'm the way. wondering if did they, they blow up. Did they blow up? Okay, so calm down. The runways okay, in so Montgomery. Let me get this straight. So they blew up the the ro- the the the, the airstrike. Air yeah, well, that's it. The runways in Montgomery. Uh, for a Penn State game to support a coach in which no Auburn fans want, wouldn't you think they'd be trying to do something maybe to improve Penn State's chances if they were into this act of sabotage? Maybe, maybe they have all. Maybe they have been listening to Huddle with Horrors, and maybe people uh, really like him now. They've been huddling with Horrors. Maybe That's it. I yeah. don't know. I think this is just all fishy. Now, is this government ordained? Uh, construction that has been going on for two to three years. Yes. Yeah. However, it could be fishy. Mm. It could be fishy. I just love how KIV, the governor of Alabama, you cannot convince me she may not be the queen. Rest okay. in peace. Well, I think you can. You know, there's now, a there's a the queen is- you know there's a joke on the internet about you show someone a picture and you have to guess whether it's Alabama or England. Mm-hmm. So that was a little bit like maybe the strongest example of you look at KIV and then you look at the Queen. You're like, well, you know, you can see you can go both ways. You yeah. never know. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see about the sabotage. Big game for Auburn. Uh, big, big game. I have this cited Auburn. as probably the most needed win. I would agree. 
out of all of these games, including A and M, which I would be like, yeah, one, that's one close, B, but, but I would I would absolutely agree with that. I think Auburn needs this. Brian Harson needs it. They've they've taken care of business so far. It's not been pretty, but they've taken care of business. But I mean, if you're Auburn, you win this. You got Missouri and LSU back to back at home. You're five and zero headed to Athens. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, and now you got some, and then maybe okay, Georgia. But then maybe you win at Ole Miss. You're six and one, headed into um, headed into the break, and then you got a rough stretch. You got you got, you got four head honchos, and then the Hilltoppers uh, coming home. But still, like start six and one, maybe split that, go nine and three. Now we're cooking with gas, right? Now Harson's got to hope maybe to stay, but we'll see. We'll mm-hmm. see. Uh, so that's really. I mean, we look at the rest of the schedule, and it's just not. Well, it, let's talk about Georgia, South Carolina, because I mean, those are insist. two SEC teams. Now, if you remember the last time that Georgia and South Carolina kicked off at noon, it was a win for the Gamecocks. That was the last time it was at noon? Last time it was at noon. Wolf. I feel like this game's at noon every year. I do, too. <laughs> it's so. like it's 10 million degrees. It's at noon. There's cocks crowing. There's dog slobbering. And over the last couple of years, there's a lot of Georgia winning. But I feel like since I've known you, this is the game that annoys you the most. It does. It's not Florida, Georgia. Or I'm sorry, I said that in a way that annoys you. You did. It's not Georgia, Florida. Thank you. It's Georgia, South Carolina. Yes. Like, what is South Carolina like? Like, what's a metaphor for South Carolina? You know, I don't know. I, it's like you're, you're, it's like you're, you're heading really fast, barefoot on the pool deck, and you step on a piece of glass. Oh gosh. Wow. Trying to think of something painful that you step Dang, on. Dang, that's like you're so And you're really not fast. expecting it. And you're not expecting your a piece of toe glass. Has flown into the pool, severed, blood everywhere. Okay, well that's a little Spencer intense. Rattler. <laughs> um but it's it always seems to if we struggle, which we do, we have won a lot, but also have struggled in this game too. Mm-hmm. And it always seems to just, like, come out of nowhere to me and be annoying. And it's like, you know, it's usually the second or third week in the year. We feel like we're headed. And it's like that's the thing that just kind of brings us back to reality. Right. So right. it's annoying to me. I think if we played South Carolina later in the year, I would be less annoyed. Yeah. So in any case. Um, so that's at noon. Mm-hmm. Other games at noon, we got Louisiana Monroe at Alabama, God bless them. That's at uh, that's at four o'clock. Oh, I have it at noon. Mm-mm. Okay, never mind. Uh, Youngstown State at Kentucky, mm-hmm. which is where uh, Stoops and his brothers are from. Yep. So this will be I don't know. Be, it'll be a know. it'll be a homecoming game, but the homecoming is a road game because apparently they're bringing and Stoops' top assistant is from Youngstown as well. So okay. apparently they're bringing the whole city. Oh, okay. Uh, down for that game. So this is this is the game that Kentucky usually makes much too in, much too close. And you could see a letdown. You could uh, if it's like you know a touchdown or a ten point game going in the fourth quarter. I would not be surprised. Yeah. So we'll see on that. Okay. And then the game no one will pay attention to: Abilene Christian at Missouri. That's right. So I tried to dig up some information about Abilene Christian. Okay. Because I don't, I know nothing about them. Yeah. And I spent way too much time on this. Yeah. And found very little. First, I thought I was onto something, because they've had forty-two people in the NFL. Oh. 
And I was like, that's, that's a, a lot. lot. That's a lot. For Abilene Christian. Yeah. It has 3,000 people there. Yeah. But then I looked up, like, well, what do other teams, like, how many people have they had? Right. So I'm going, I want, do, who has had, what school has sent the most people to the NFL? Of, like, all of the. Of all time. Yeah. Uh, my guess is, that's a good question. My guess is Ohio State. Okay. No, that's wrong. Um, can I guess again? Sure. Uh, Alabama. No. Michigan. No. L- these LSU. Are, these are all in the top ten, so that's well, good. Well, that's good. Yeah. I'm glad. Yeah. LSU. No. USC. No. <laughs> Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Notre Dame, really? That's so, next one. Don't look weird. this up. I'm not. I'm, work, I'm looking up something else. Well, how many people have they sent? Who, Abilene Christian? No, I told you. 42 from Abilene Christian. Oh, I how forgot How many that. from Notre Dame? Um, Overall. 365. 522. Okay. So that kind That's of. A lot. It is a lot, and that kind of, like, lessened the 42 NFL players from Abilene Christian to me. Yeah. But they've also had 40 Olympians. Wow. Which, again, I think is a lot. But then I look, I looked up some of these SEC schools, mainly Georgia. Yeah. And they have 40 medals every yeah. Olympics. I so know, right. it's hard. But, again, we can't compare apples to oranges. And they've had 57 national championships. That's pretty impressive. Mostly in what sport? You are mm. not paying attention I, to my quizzing I'm thinking, and fun facts. I have something else I'm looking up about Abilene Christian. Um, what sport have they done the best in the Olympics? Are we talking summer? You or? are not listening. Well, that's what it was, right? No, it what wasn't. Was the question? They have had 57 national championships. Yeah. In like 55 of them have been in one sport. Okay. What sport is that? Rifle. No. Okay. You want me to guess all the sports? <laughs> Swimming. Track and field. Okay. That's great. So they're really fast. Yeah. You, when you don't pay attention, then it lessens my what I bring to the table here. Okay? Well, well, I just wanted to tell you that Abilene Christian won an NCAA tournament game against Texas in no, 2021. No, you are looking up a freaking no, national no, cha- no basketball. That, that's it. That's it. So you just wanted to look up about when they what they did in basketball. Because I had a feeling I was like they beat someone in the tournament. They also played Kentucky in the tournament four years ago. But my, what I am saying here is just as fascinating, are, if not more. I don't disagree. I just wanted to add to it. Next time you quiz me about something, I'm going to look on my phone. That's fine. A fun that thing. It does not bother me. It doesn't bother you as much <laughs> you as it bothers can, me. And it really makes me Do whatever me you want. Do whatever you want. I don't care. I can just keep talking. No one will know. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> All right. What else do we got? Um, Anything else of interest? So Ole Miss is in uh, Atlanta this weekend for a rendezvous with Georgia Tech. Yeah. Ole Miss continues to play no one of any sort of stature. Uh, I think one of my favorite activities to do on this podcast is to dump on Georgia Tech. <laughs> Welcome to the family. There's <laughs> lots of dumping that can be had because have you seen them? Yeah. Uh, Jared Ivey, he's the star defensive end for Ole Miss. Uh, you came from Georgia Tech. Uh, Georgia Tech lost a lot of transfers, like Jameer Gibbs and then, of course, uh, uh, Jared Ivey here. And he said um, it's a very fun environment. He's talking to his own players about this, uh, his own new teammates. It's a very fun environment to play. I enjoyed being there. I loved it. Love my guys. And you had some diehard fans. It has one of the coolest entrances in college football. Is it? 
Georgia Tech. Yeah, with the car. Yeah, the Ramblin' Wreck. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think it's cool. I, I like the Ramblin' Wreck. I feel like that if I, if I feel like it's in the same vein as Boomer Sooner. Yeah. So I feel like I have to like be consistent with the way, and I think Boomer Sooner is cool. Okay. So I feel like that I have to be consistent here. I just feel like it's hard to compare like uh, Clemson like running down from the rock at night. Or like Death Valley at night. Whenever yeah. I think of the Ramblin' Wreck, I think of like a noon game. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like kind of like, yay, glad we're here. Yeah. So like the intensity to me is not the same. I but just love the idea of Georgia Tech being good in football. Like that's that that's fun. One of us. Well, no, Georgia needs a little competition. And what if Georgia Tech was like ranked third in the country right now? I have lived through Georgia Man, Tech s- being better than how, Georgia. It was called the nineties. The, the idea of Georgia Tech being good at football is very it's a it's a very attractive idea to me. Sure. So I you feel like we I need like? to support that. I love when Louisville's good at basketball. It's just that, yes, I do too. Because Gosh. it's a great rivalry. You can never let me Because I see where you're <laughs> going. I see all of your little plans and I position myself in a We're in a Duke. way. Duke is so good at basketball. Duke needs to be I... good and then collapse spectacularly in March because that one that one was harder for me. You <laughs> probably could tell. I hesitated a lot on that yes. one. Also at 3.30, uh, Vanderbilt's getting back on track, taking the trip. Why in the heck are they playing at Northern Illinois? I don't like, know. How I wondered that. that. Why I is that, that happening? Why, Vandy, you've gone to Hawaii. Now you're going to Northern Illinois. Like, just stop. Just is, spend time in Nashville. Is that where uh, Chicago is? It's, well, it's in the neighborhood. Uh, DeKalb is this is the city. It's okay. in Northern like it's in Where Northern you think Illinois. of Northern Illinois. It's right there okay. in Northern Illinois. Uh DeKalb is famous for being the birthplace of what modern invention used on farms. Let's see what you got. Do you know how little I know about farm equipment? I (laughs) I do. The John Deere tractor. Okay, that's a good guess. Okay. You're wrong, but that's a good guess. It is the home and birthplace of barbed wire. Oh, okay. And it is known as the Barb City. Yeah, well, that was a big deal. I remember historically when barbed wire was invented. Changed the way that uh, I remember. I was there. <laughs> yes, you were on the homestead. I was when they put up the barbed wire. Uh, I was invented there by Joseph Glidden in 1873. No, not Joseph Barb. No, no, not Joseph Barb. You thought that was a lot more funny than <laughs> I did. Wow. I think really? I'm getting a little delirious. You're reaching on that one. <laughs> what else we got? Nick Saban, we already mentioned. Nick Saban went on a rant this week. I don't know if you saw that. I did not. It was about it. It wasn't particularly memorable. He was basically saying, like, uh, <laughs> the question was about, like, the, the reporter called Louisiana Monroe a lesser opponent. Uh, okay. And, ooh, yeah. Don't know, do that in front of Nick King. Saban. And, of course, he's been probably a little pissy all week after, you I'm know, sure. the, the penalties they had and the, the game in general. So, Expect Alabama to win by 76. Uh, and then we have some night games of no consequence. Akron is at Tennessee. Um, Akron <laughs> Akron is known as the Zips. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Tennessee uh, has it as favored by 47 and a half points. Okay. Uh, and then Florida looks to get back in their winning ways. They're at home for South Florida, uh, who's pretty bad. Mm-hmm. So that should be a, an easy win. I do want to focus our last game here. Uh, in Arkansas, uh, Bobby Petrino coming back to town uh, with Missouri State to play Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that should be an interesting affair. You want to hear my lock of, of the week? Good choice of words, by the way. Yes, okay. there you go. You, um, you want to hear my lock of the week? What's that? I think 
Bobby Petrino will be welcomed back. <laughs> okay, so that is way too subjective. What do you mean welcomed back? I don't think he's going to be booed. Okay, so that okay, so that think, is that's the definitive thing. Yes, is that okay? Okay, the majority so, of people will not boo him. Okay, so that is hard to judge in football because there is not like with basketball, like starting lineups, where it's very clear, like this is the moment they're saying his name. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how well or easy this is going to prove. I think that you can get a vibe. I, I think you can still get a vibe from a seven o'clock game, where okay. this is the main storyline. Okay. Is that well? I will. I will d- defer to the fleet of Arkansas beat reporters on Twitter. Okay. And I will. Uh, we'll do some research and we'll okay. see exactly what they what they say about. Because you that. don't give me this easily. What? No. Is this about last week? It's always going to be about last week. What does that, that even was mean? Such a good call, and I got no credit. No, I'm because still it was wrong. It. it was an incorrect call. But you don't give. We'll move on because I'm just incorrect. going. I, we can't end another one with me being angry. Missouri State uh, is ranked number five in the uh, FCS polls. Yeah, so. they're good. Yeah. And if it wasn't Arkansas, if Arkansas wasn't so good right now, I'd be almost like, well, maybe. But if it's at home, I think that Arkansas is going to get the win. But I yeah. feel like Missouri plays Missouri State. Yes, I agree. I was just thinking that. I that's gonna Who be knows? a yeah. Do yeah. they? I'm sure they they play each other. No. No. Mm-mm. Okay. No, it's like Georgia and Georgia State. I mean, they, I guess so. Yeah, just, you know, it is what it is. Okay, so uh, I'll do my lock of the week, and then we'll do betting with Brittany. Okay. Okay, my lock of the week is Penn State scores a defensive touchdown. Oh, okay. You're going back to that one. Mm-hmm. It didn't. It didn't get you good the first time. What do you mean didn't get get me good the first time? What is that? Oh, a defensive touchdown. Oh, yeah. that's right. I guess that with Georgia. Yeah. Well, I'm feeling it with Penn State because Auburn. I think Auburn will win. Oh, okay. I think there's a little Auburn Jesus magic about to happen because I it's know. on CBS, and you just get that feeling. Right. I think it's about time. I think uh, there's some adversity they'll have to overcome, and that includes a pick six or a scoop and score uh, in the first half uh, for Penn State. Okay. So that's my lock of the week. It's a v- it's very bold, I'd say. Well, hopefully they'll get there, and, and no you more will, runways will uh, get blown. Uh, up. Uh, I mean, uh, worked on. And now here's the thing. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Let's say Penn State gets a safety. Okay. You're not going to get me coming in here oh, on finger. Sunday night and saying, folks. oh, I called a safety. I should get credit, even though that's not a defensive touchdown. No, because your 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 call or whatever, your lock of the week is very, it's not subjective. And right. mine is more of a feeling, like no, a no, 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 no. I'm referring to last week and the way you acted. Yeah. No, it's, I know. And I'm saying that. I'm not talking about the Missouri State thing. I'm talking about how you came in I wanting know, to but change I, the narrative. No, I think that my pick last week, even though it did seem very subjective, actually had a. <laughs> okay, we got a spill. We got a spill. So you're trying had a trying vibe to, to it. You're trying to weasel that your way not, out of this. That and, was not honored. Hey, ball don't lie. As the the drink spilled. Okay, that's very loud. The ice Sorry, crunchies. Y'all. Um, okay, so we'll see how that goes. Okay. Uh, let's do betting with Brittany, and then we'll get out of here. All right. Uh, so what three games do you want to bet on? All right, let's do um, um, Miami A&M, okay. Penn State Auburn, and I'll let you pick the last one. Okay, so Texas A&M is a six-point favorite. Okay. 
I'm going to pick A&M. Okay, so A&M will win by more than six points. Yes. Uh, Penn State, Auburn, Penn State is a three-point favorite. Ooh, okay. I'm going to pick Auburn. So Auburn could lose by one or two, and you still get the credit for that. Correct. Last one is I'm, we're going to go Vandy, Northern Illinois. Mm-hmm. Northern Illinois, a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Really? Mm. <laughs> That's tough. Um, I am going to go with – Northern Illinois. Oh, how dare you! I know. I feel bad about it. You picked it. Vandy to win at the beginning of the year. Like, are you just totally I, I, ignoring this now? I did a lot of things. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> that I'm not gonna go with. Okay, so that is it. I think that's all. Uh, we got some NFL to watch, right? Chiefs, Chargers. That's your thing. Yeah, no. Okay, I'm Ben. I'm Brittany. And this has been you, me, and the SEC. Bye.